0: be no loyalty except loyalty to the party.
1: They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and
0: funny. Safe spaces Help!
1: One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric, and I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat
2: speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place, because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast.
0: Welcome, welcome. Taco here. I'm David. How's everybody doing? Doesn't look like Wolfie's going to be making it today. He has a little illness. Um, I hope he gets better. We've been watching a little bit of YouTube. Yeah. There's always things you can find. I don't know where we're going. Uh, wait, um. Wait, um. That's what the world is full of right now. Uh, unless you're uh, Steven Crowder, which uh, YouTube just, uh, he just got another hard strike and they uh, demonetized and temporarily banned him from uh, uploading anything or live streaming to YouTube right now. They did that on Monday. And looking over some of the notes of it, uh, said they issued a hard strike on their main channel saying that, uh, they put up a, uh, a voter video, no, a voter fraud video titled huge Nevada voter mysteries deepen, which, uh, YouTube's removed. And I've watched that video because there were a lot of questions in Nevada about, uh, mail-in ballots, And actual addresses and actual real people behind the mail-in ballot. So they got lists of the uh, um, actual addresses of some of the names. Yeah. And they went out with a film crew and went to all of those addresses. Not, I don't say all of them. A lot of them that were in question. There were hundreds in the lists that were in question. Yeah. Those back... Those votes were counted just fine, just like, you know, anybody else's was. But when they got to those addresses, um, they were either empty lots or uh, one of them was uh, at the entrance to an on-ramp onto one of the interstates. It was like a little shack building next to it, which obviously wasn't somebody's home there. Um,
1: Well, you got a problem my summer home? Yeah.
0: So they... uh, (laughs) they uh youtube said no said uh, you can't uh, discuss anything about the election about election fraud about anything says uh that in a separate email they informed them that during a recent review our team of policy specialists carefully looked over the videos you've uploaded to the channel steven crowder we found that a significant portion of your channel is not in line with our monetization policies, so they uh, don't want to advertise on them.
1: We don't agree with you, so you can't get paid for that.
0: right, but uh, yet here is uh, here's an example of one video that you can pull up that uh, which I know has been big in the news this week. This is Wait, the look, there's an ad at the beginning of it. it means it's, it's monetized. Him. At least YouTube's getting paid for it. This is it. the kitchen where the new so, boyfriend will unofficially become family. These are the... So, I guess... What is Verbo? I don't know. Cozy Cabin. When I pulled it up a few minutes ago, it was a Verizon ad <laughs> that popped up first. But watching it again, you know, because they'll randomly throw... but. So I guess Verizon and Verbo don't have a problem advertising on this video. Mm. Um, the Verbo vacation homes, waiting for your family in VR. In life, have you seen this video? Parts of ourselves we don't want the world to see. Little Nas.
1: No, I've, I've saw that he's. Uh, it's
0: in the news out lately, there, right? But and I, don't, so, I didn't know
1: why. I didn't know it was a video or what it was.
3: I just. Damn, I love ideas leading why Baby, you live in a library, nigga. You ain't
0: living right. Cocaine and jiggy with your friends. You live in the That's a on the left. i mean point being i don't have a problem with it i'm just confused yeah um
1: i mean let them do whatever they want but um i don't i mean that just kind of plays into the whole conspiracies that are out there about media, I guess.
0: Yes, I don't know. I mean, uh, YouTube doesn't have a problem monetizing a video like this, and their <laughs> ads, their ad partners don't have a problem advertising on a video like this. And I don't have a problem with a video like this. YouTube should be allowed to promote this if they want. It's, you know, Anybody who wants to watch it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Oh, I actually saw a straight heterosexual
1: man on a medicine commercial the other day. Hmm. How long has it been?
0: <laughs> so, and then we were watching this video also, which we're, we're going to be all over the place today, but uh, which I don't know how many people have seen this video.
2: Hey, get away from me! Didn't leave.
3: Yeah.
1: I think that was what he was trying to do, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. Which, you know, if you haven't seen the video, it's an older gentleman that was driving his car. And I think there were quite a few people at a, at a rally. Um, and they were driving. He was, looks like he stopped in traffic. And people, um, you see a lot of people on the sides that were uh, dressed in. Uh, guess you could call it riot gear um i mean they're holding they've got shields and helmets and uh i mean it's just civilian people on the side which are then damaging his truck throwing rocks at him throwing things at him they have uh, looks like the one guy sprays bear mace uh they threw some paint like paint water balloon type things on his windshield they busted out one of his windows on the side of the truck so he gets out and is uh, obviously upset, um, walking around the vehicle. And then when somebody either throws something at him or sprays him again, um, he pulls out a pistol, pointing at it, because the crowd is getting. Well, there's at this one point, there's, what, at least four, five people right up on him. Including whoever's holding this camera. Right. Um, so he pulls his pistol out for them to all back up. And then, of course, immediately the police come over and arrest him. For pulling his pistol out to defend himself, even though he didn't shoot anyone, but he obviously, I guess, felt in danger.
1: Well, I mean, wouldn't you in a situation like that?
0: But where was the policeman uh, for this shot? Which you know,
1: he's he's standing thirty seconds over (laughs) (laughs) earlier.
0: Yeah, while all of this is happening, him letting interactions happen as they will, as long as no weapons involved. You know, we've watched lots of videos, people hitting other people with. With sticks and skateboards and that that they're holding right there in their arms could, is definitely a weapon.
1: At this point, I wouldn't doubt for a second if in the background behind the camera, it's an actual blue screen with some lots filmed yeah. specifically just for the news, just to show <laughs> yeah. people.
0: So here you can't defend yourself. You don't need a weapon. You need to uh, just rely on us. If you try and do it yourself, we will uh, we'll come get you. Tim Pool. He was a little upset over uh, Stephen Crowder demonetization. And he talked about it a little. That's Tim Pool talking about it. George Soros, Tom Steyer, Michael Bloomberg dumped so much. Mark Zuckerberg, hundreds of millions of
3: dollars to fortify the election. And we're sitting right, sitting here right fortify. now. Fortify. Yeah. Yes, fortify. Yeah. And we're sitting here Very right careful now YouTube about the beginning talking about the Because U- billionaire tech oligarchs have too much power and nothing to
0: because you could say fortified the election, because the New York Times did that article on it, where they admitted that they <clears throat> put money into certain areas to uh, strengthen, fortify the the election results in the way that they wanted them.
1: Well, what was it? One but of those, those states, states where they uh, done the recount? There was not a single vote for Trump, and it was like right. so many hundreds of thousands more or something for Biden. Which was
0: yeah. Odd. Well, there was some of them you could watch throughout the night that Bidens would go up and Trumps were going down. Which I don't know how they were taking votes away, but I don't know. I don't understand any of it. I don't know if there was enough. I, I 100% agree that there was voter fraud. There's voter fraud in every single election mm-hmm. that there ever is. I know of counties that I work in every day that I go to. I know of one that I can think of right now that the, the former County clerk went to prison for voter fraud. So I know it happens. Um, and that affected an election and it takes a while after the election before the investigation and the, all of the, but I know of multiple times things that have happened. Um, now whether it's en- enough to sway an entire, you know national election i don't know um but there was obviously enough fishy stuff going on and it's always odd that en- anytime anybody says no we don't need to look into it it's all fake that's usually when you need to look into that's it. right <laughs> so and i don't know why anybody would have a problem with no we need to look into it
1: well i mean how um, many how many years of presidential elections that we have where the Russians or Chinese or somebody was meddling, and then this election—this is the safest election we've had, right? Since uh, what, Bill Clinton right. or something? The 2016
0: said? Democrats constantly were challenged. They challenged the same way the Republicans challenged the the votes at the uh, count. Um Even with Obama, they done not January 6th, yeah. just like this year. It, it all comes down to the, they, it's just hypocritical. It's whatever side you're on, the other side is evil. Instead of, let's, no, let's, let's do what's right, but what is the truth? And, uh, which I was listening to, you know, which is kind of jumping off topic, but like I said, that's where we're, we're going to be all over the place. The Chauvin trial is going on right now, the George Floyd. I can't Can't call it that. But uh, I was listening to a podcast today and she had a couple of uh, um, attorneys on there that they were talking about, giving their views of how the first couple of days have gone on what they would do. And they both talked about from both sides. If they were on the prosecution, here's what they would be doing. If they were on the defense, here's what they would be doing. But both of them talked about that they both would do everything they possibly could get away with. They didn't say what we're not in it for the truth, that they would do what if they're on the defense, they would do whatever it is that they could get away with to make sure their client got off. Or if they were on the prosecution, they would do whatever it was that they could get away with. To make sure that they were convicted. Not that justice is served. Wasn't... So, I mean, and I know the entire thing. Everyone always looks at it as a game. yeah. Especially when they're running some... I mean, some of them run so many people through. Everybody looks at it as as a sport. Whether it's, you know, the election. It's your side, my side. Just politics in general. When everybody discusses, you know how we should do the the federal budget how anything should happen it's always your side my side and everybody takes it as if it's uk basketball and you have to uh you take it as a personal offense if the other side if if you're democrat and the other side the republicans come up with a great idea you can't have that because that's the other side they have to be evil and wrong that's well,
1: kind of like, a, what was that Roman saying um, about bread and circus? I don't know that one. Something about uh, give the people like bread and circus and they'll never revolt. It was like a part of the Roman Empire. Go sit around with most people and the only thing they want to talk about NBA, NFL, NCAA, girls, boys, it don't matter. Bring up something in the news, then it's just whatever the whatever news station they watch is pushing for is what they go for. Hmm. They're not even thinking about the politics behind it, the facts behind it. They're just like, oh, man, that cop killed that man. I saw it in right. the video. But by the way, did you see who won that NBA game last night? Man, <laughs> right. such and such player. He shot, and I thought he was going to miss it. And by the way, I mean, when it went in, it was crazy. But then, yeah, maybe got to prosecute that fella.
0: Decimus Junius, Avellus, as Juvenile, give them bread and circuses, and they will never revolt. I've never heard that.
1: That's how the Roman Empire kept what they done so long. You know, I mean, you had what the uh, uh, the Colosseum, different gladiator games and sports, the chariot races. People were content until well, stuff kind of similar to our economy happened to them except of course that was more of an ancient time so
0: if socialists understood economics they wouldn't be socialists
1: so that's the one thing i give the um the soviet union credit for you know they could have gave us that or they could have gave their people that third option you know it could have been red yellow and then maybe white right but instead they just straight up was like oh that's an illusion we're just going to come straight out with it and tell you you got the hammer and the sickle. You got your red and you got your yellow and we control them both. And we're not going to lie about it, <laughs> except in the United States, you have that illusion of the third party, the independent right. party,
0: which, yeah, that's, that's never going to happen.
1: It's illusion. Unless this whole Donald Trump thing that he's attempting to, to well, do comes according, about.
0: according to Biden, um, and I will say his last press conference – well, it was his last one. It was his first one too. But the, the past press conference that he did, the first one that he took actual questions from, now they were appeared to be pre-planned scripted questions, which is fine. Um, as expected. As long as he's putting out honest information, I'm fine either way. I don't know how much honesty there was into any of it. But when he was asked about him running in 2024 um, – he said uh, he kind of joked about it, and uh, but he said he didn't even, because if he was going to be running against who for Republican nominee or who if it was going to be Donald Trump or who, and he he made the joke, joke in quotes. Um, he didn't even know if there would be a, a Republican Party in twenty twenty four. Still, you can take that for what it's worth. I think they genuinely want to get rid of any conservative viewpoints and ideas because if you have any if you have any conservative right-leaning anything anything and you don't even have to be you could be but the the left has moved so far left if you used to be center moderate a little right-leaning now they consider you far left or far right right right-wing extremists
1: I actually personally know a few people who think that of us.
0: Yeah. Oh I would you, know, call you, like, you
1: could you could guess, but you don't have to. Yeah. I,
0: I would consider myself probably uh I mean I'm 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 center right leaning. I don't like to just use the word libertarian, but I mean I'm fallen more of a libertarian kind of I think everyone should have the freedom to do anything. Anything. Until you have the right to do whatever you want, until your rights violate somebody else's rights. Yeah. You know, your freedom ends, what is it, at the end of your nose. So <laughs> once you uh once what I'm doing affects you, then that's where and that's the government's place is to protect your rights from me violating your rights. They're yeah. not there to protect you, they're to protect your rights. Um, and they're protect my rights and anyone else from violating them. And instead they they view themselves and it gets more and more every every day that they want to take care of you and the more rights you can give up the more security they claim they can give you whether it's you know whether it's going to be through you know vaccines or a vaccine card or and You could take this as far as, okay, fitting that in with how did my rights violate you. Say, if I'm not vaccinated. um, And you could make the argument then, playing devil's advocate. If I'm not vaccinated and I get the virus and I spread it to you, then my right, me exercising my freedoms is affecting you. If I infect you and make you sick. But first of all, you have to... There's still a due, something called due process in this country. In, in, unless you're assuming that I'm infected without any probable cause, then I don't see how you can make me do something to, you know, that's like saying, well, I mean, well, that's as far as they're wanting to take it with the guns. They want to eliminate the right before I do something wrong so that nothing wrong happens. So if they can take my gun now, then they're going to protect your rights so that I don't shoot you violently later. But you, first of all, there was no due process on my side. You, you're doing pre-crime. You're thinking we're going to eliminate all of the possibilities of crime. Minority report. Right. So, but that's not how it works.
1: No, not. that's, the, I know another country that actually done that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think they were in Germany. Yeah.
0: You, know, uh-huh. you know. And I know you can't compare. Everybody keeps getting upset if you compare the, the uh, vaccine cards and the the federal. What is? How are they rolling it out now? They're wanting to roll out a federal uh, um, vaccine passport.
1: Yeah, I saw that. They're they're claiming they're not going to do that, according to the news yesterday. But
0: um, well, the White House said that they were, but. Th- I mean, they realize they have no authority to enforce that. Yeah. But what they can do is the same way they could do mask mandates because they can't really enforce mask mandates, but they can through social engineering. So, you know, get the businesses to do it. If, If you can't go in a store without your vaccine passport, if you can't get on a plane, if you can't take a cruise if you can't go to a concert if you can't buy tickets if you can't go anywhere with because all of these companies are like well no it's not worth the argument we're just gonna we're just like walmart we're gonna require you have to scan because of the passport whether it's a paper or a digital if let's say before let's jump ahead to a, a 1980 uh, an orwellian type future not too far off in the future that to go into a public space whether it's walmart an indoor public space you have which i guess technically those are private but go into you go out in the public in amongst the other civilians and to before you go in walmart as you walk in you have to scan your passport to have access in beep, beep.
1: oh well at that point you won't actually have to because, you know, a lot of these super centers and stuff, they have uh, facial recognition software yeah. for people who are banned from those stores, you know, from stealing and whatnot. Right. So you can walk in and immediately security and asset protection is aware yeah, that you're in the store. Not all stores do that. Well,
0: I I'd say, uh, yeah.
1: But say if uh, where some businesses are requiring their employees to get RFID chips right? and say in the end, you don't get an RFID chip, but you have something that's similar to a... Um, uh, what are they called? The chip that's in your credit card, debit yeah. card. One of those. You wouldn't have to scan it. You just walk in. Right. And at that point, that's your information. The system would scan it without you even knowing, and it would flag you.
0: Have you seen the... Uh...
2: This is Zoe. Just like you, she uses lots of different cards and IDs to get through...
0: Something Amazon has that they're already pushing.
2: Per day. What if all Zoe needed was herself... Introducing Amazon One, a free service that lets you use your palm to quickly pay for things, gain access, earn rewards, and more. Let's say you're grabbing your favorite coffee beverage, or heading into the office, or checking out. Just hover your palm and you're on your way. It's as easy as that. Sign up is free and takes less than a minute. All you need is a credit card, your phone number, and your palm. That's it. Since your palm is unique and can't be lost or misplaced, you can get things done quickly and securely. And with more experiences on the way, Amazon One will help you get even more done, simply by being you. Now, Zoe has more time to do what she loves, indoor skydiving. Enter, identify, and pay with Amazon One.
1: You notice that it doesn't say anything about, like, an implant, but it kind of implies it.
0: No, but I think it reads it like a, like a fingerprint. But a, pretty much, it's reading it all.
1: Well, how would it happen? Like in scenarios like where I have like dry skin, where that'll break. Apart I guess it
0: gets enough times? enough point matches. That uh, I, I mean, I don't understand how it works.
1: The little the little square in the trailer is what gives me that mindset that it's
0: could be a chip. Yeah. And uh, see, for stuff like that, I'm torn because I'm always for technology and for advancement and for ease of use. And and I love the idea, other than the fact that I don't trust the government or corporations with my information, Mm -hmm. Um, even with like we talked with the the vaccine pass. I don't have as much problem with whether I'm vaccinated or not vaccinated but i don't it's not that i'm letting them know yes or no when i'm entering all of these places or doing all these things um but it it seems like it would easily be a breadcrumb trail of everything you do every day yeah that is now
1: well i mean it's like me and you is we, I don't know, if we decided to talk about the Umbrella Academy, right? and we just constantly sit and talked about the Umbrella Academy, we'd go and open our Facebook on our phones, even though the phone's locked, you're going to see an ad for it. Right. Right. Even though the phone's not like unlocked or anything.
0: Right.
1: It's kind of like some of those stores that push that experimental thing with the facial recognition where they see who you are, or places like Food City and other places where you have an account. They at that point they know what you buy, they know what you look at. Right. Based on where you are in the store with that facial recognition technology, they can customize
0: the ads around you. Right. To make you And and again, it's that there's the fine line between like if if I like the Umbrella Academy and we talk about it and they're the system, the software is listening and the software is generating these, you know, queuing ads for me that it thinks you'd like this over this. Cause ideally I, if I have to see ads, I want them to be stuff that I want. I yeah. don't want to see garbage that I have no interest in seeing. Um, if, as long as it never went any farther than your phone, the s- software in your phone running it when it's stored in a database somewhere offsite, out of your phone that they have in server farm somewhere that's a history of everything you've done. It's kind of like, you know, hey, Siri. Oh, she didn't pop up. Um, it's
1: because she knows that we're talking about her yeah. as an example.
0: <laughs> so, if she's always listening for that, but no real person it's always listening somebody, somewhere can access it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's storing it somehow, somewhere.
1: Uh, well, it always makes me think of uh, IBM Watson, the IBM Watson and these other artificial intelligence uh, that are out there. I feel like that if there's a database that holds all of this information, that's where it's being sent to. I mean, I'm not saying it's IBM Watson, but I feel that, I mean... What a better way to analyze a population than an artificial intelligence that, of course, we don't understand.
0: Right.
1: And maybe even the people that created it don't really understand it. So what would be going through its, would you say, its mind? I don't know. What would it be thinking, gathering up this collective information of everybody?
0: Because I mean, as far as Amazon's concerned, and as far as Google's concerned, and all these places are concerned that they're concerned with, is dollars, is eyeballs. They yeah. want you watching. The more attention they can keep of yours, the more money they're going to make. Whether it's Google through through ads, through YouTube, well, even the,
1: Facebook videos, right? You know,
0: just, yeah, Facebook is all about. The they want to keep you. If they can keep you on it more than they can keep you off of YouTube they're yeah. fine that's why i think facebook doesn't have a problem with you embedding youtube videos in face in your facebook stream because then if you come across it they don't want you to come across a video you click on it and it takes you away to youtube to watch that video they're fine with no we'll just let you watch that one minute two minute click video that you're going to watch anyway but then as soon as you're done you're still here with us so then you'll just continue to scroll through it auto scrolls uh, with the right. videos as soon as so so um, I'm, I, I think privacy is going away anyway. I think, uh, surely within the next 30 to 40 years, there won't be a, an idea of privacy anymore. Everything, because we keep taking steps towards convenience and we give up some privacy for the convenience, whether it's like you said, letting your phone listen, letting your phone track, let you, you know, your GPS Logging everywhere you're going. Um,
1: because there are a person out there that actually reads the terms and conditions right. on any of these apps.
0: Yeah. And 99.9% of the time, nobody cares what you're doing. These companies, they, they just like it because they can serve more, better ads and more ads to you, and they can make more money off your eyeballs. I'm, um, more, I'm more worried about the AIs. Because right. I,
1: I, I'm one of those believers in the whole technological singularity. That we hit a right. peak in technology to a point where the technology itself advances quicker than we create the technology. Right. Like, oh yeah. Once it, Avon's talked a lot about that. Um, that's that's my worry. Is who's to say we haven't already hit that singularity? And these AIs are already smarter than we are and we can't control it. If it was smarter than us, would we actually even know or would it be smart enough to actually sit back and let us do its job for it? Right. I mean, we, or, we wouldn't know.
0: Right. Like, well, kind of like the idea of simulation theory. and Yeah. So if you, if you think of it, if you think it's ever possible far enough in the future that we could have a simulation but who's to say we haven't already? Right. If, if you believe that it could eventually happen, there's nothing to prove that it's not happening. That I mean, you just don't realize it.
1: Who's to say that the simulation we're in is literally the simulation to, um, like, a VR experience of what created the simulation? Right. Well, here's this, the steps and years leading up to the si- simulation, and you get to live it. Right. And then when you wake up, you're standing <laughs> next to me or something being like, dude, what year was you born? <laughs> right.
0: So, have you seen this one? We'll show this one real quick. Four years ago, we started to wonder what. It's Amazon Go. In the what shopping they look- their convenience store type size yeah. buildings. You scan your phone, your Amazon account as you walk in through the little uh, turnstile type thing when you go into the store. It's about size of your normal small convenience store. Like- If you could walk into a store, grab what you want, and just Just go. What if we could? And it just builds you for it. It knows because there's camera systems all over. There's RFID and a lot of stuff, and then a lot of its camera. It just knows when you get something and you put it in your bag or in your basket, or you just pick it up and walk out with it because you've already went in. Here's me and my Amazon account, so So it already knows knows you're there right and it knows what you're billable for and i would imagine as you exit the door if let's say your debit card is only has five dollars on it only in your account and you pick up a hundred dollars worth of stuff and walk out i would think it would either you know somehow red flash beep uh, whatever something to alert you that uh just like if you were denied using your card at a register
3: you could weave the most advanced machine learning, computer vision, and AI into the very fabric of a store so you never have to wait in line. No lines, no checkouts, no registers.
0: And you know, most people's biggest problem with this, even though theoretically this is amazing, <coughs> but how many people did you put out of work? Because uh, there's no cashiers, there's no. Uh, nobody but stockmen and, right.
1: and security, I guess.
0: Yeah. Welcome to Amazon Go.
3: Use the Amazon Go app to enter. Then put away your phone and start shopping.
0: See, so I mean that'll be
1: okay. Have you uh, been to Middlesbrough Walmart last little bit?
0: It's been probably a month or so, but
1: you've been in there and seen the metal gates they've
0: installed on uh, entrances, yeah, the entrance. Right? Yeah, the London one has they have those too that you have to like a. Uh, you can't. Like a cattle, as you, you're not supposed to come back out.
1: No, you have to. It forces
0: you to go through the checkout. No, you can walk over and push them. I've done it before. Not in Middlesbrough. They wouldn't let oh, us. Oh no, they'll tell you not to, but they're not going to stop you. Yeah, we, I've walked over and pulled them because they're they open real easy. Yeah, because um, uh, we we honestly felt trapped.
1: We did. We went we went to Middlesbrough, and we.
0: But they still tell me when every time when I go in I have to have a mask too. Just, <laughs> you just wave I at them and keep going.
1: Up. People a lot of people don't even
0: wear them there anymore. If you're worried, get vaccinated. Yeah, there's no reason that anybody every single person in the in our community now can get vaccinated. You don't even have to make an appointment now. You just yep. show up. Dan Mosley did his little speech the other day. It's open every there's multiple locations. there's no wait. There's enough vaccines for everybody. We yep. can just go, go, go. So if you're worried, about you or someone else go get vaccinated and then that's why we have the freedom to choose
1: and then you have people like me who's just worried about the vaccination right
0: you're like i would i would at least prefer to wait maybe i mean i'm i'm don't consider i'm not in the highest high risk so to me it's kind of iffy um there's no reason to um like my mother's she should Um, she's of the age that, uh, is more of a high risk. So she should, and she did. Um, and I'm not telling people that they should or shouldn't. I'm just saying you should, you, between you and your doctor, you make their own decision if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you exercise your rights, your God given rights as you, as you have them. Um, and there's no reason why you can't go get it if you want to get it now. So. Did you ever watch Black Summer? No. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: you still need to watch yeah.
0: that. Probably
1: not the best to bring that up while we're talking about vaccines. But. Well, no. That's fine.
0: <laughs> or yeah, World War Z? Wasn't that how that got started?
1: Yeah, I think so. Something about a virus, and then they vaccinated the virus, and it mutated and turned yeah. into.
0: I think that's how. Uh, I uh, I am Legend started too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and. Black summer, and you know, there's an awful lot of that out there. Um, you know, it, it, it. That's my question too: is how can they make you get a vaccine? Have to have a vaccine, a, a, a vaccine passport card, proof of vaccine, something to enter somewhere, to go somewhere, to to commerce. Yeah. Um, when it still hasn't, is, the FDA hasn't even approved it yet. It, it still has its emergency approval, but they haven't. And I was thinking, I was reading July first was the—I don't want to say deadline, but there's like a cutoff something. Something about July first is supposed to be they either will or they won't give it its like full approval. Um,
1: uh, something else too that I believe we actually talked about. I'm not sure if we've done it here. The hand sanitizers. They also had on the news that, of course, a company decided to do some testing on hand sanitizers. Certain brands and certain little ones out there apparently have uh, upwards of four or five times the amount of benzene in them than uh, they should. And they actually specifically didn't say the brand name, but they said it was a little bottle with a picture (laughs) of the Baby Yoda on it. It was one of the main ones that tested for like uh, it was, could give you leukemia because people would put it on and put gloves on over top of it, and it soaks into your skin. Um, and that's funny because I actually think me and L- like, Lane, actually saw the uh, the little Baby Yoda hand sanitizers at Walmart in Harlan and maybe Middlesbrough, too. But they, they straight up on CBS, they, that was one of the main things, was they were talking about... The tests that they had done with the hand sanitizers, and they specifically pointed out a bottle, and even said oh, it has the baby Yoda on it. Hmm. They're hmm. trying to get it recalled and whatnot. So, I still say it. Give it another ten years' time, unless the world is ended by then, we'll hear the whole. Were you or a family member exposed oh, right, to yeah. su- <laughs> such and such hand sanitizer during the COVID nineteen vaccine or ep- pandemic? You may be subject to financial compensation. Call. Bob and Joe's law firm.
4: The idea of a vaccine passport uh, Mm -hmm. in the COVID briefing this morning, he said it's primarily going to be spearheaded by the private sector. But what's the president's position on whether once the vaccine is more readily available, businesses should be able to tell employees who don't want to get the vaccine for? whatever reason that they can't come back into the workplace or that airlines could reject people from getting on the plane if they have decided not to get a vaccine? Well, we're going to provide guidance just as we have through the CDC. Uh, There's currently um, an interagency process that is looking at many of the questions around vaccine verification. And that issue will touch many agencies as verification is an issue that will potentially touch many sectors of society, as you have certainly alluded to. Um, That's guidance we'll provide we expect, as, as Andy Slavitt, I think, alluded to, that uh, a determination or development of a vaccine passport or whatever you want to call it uh, will be driven by the private sector. Ours will more be focused on guidelines that can be used as a basis. And uh, there are a couple of key principles that we are working on.
0: Because they can't control it themselves. Like we said, they have to have all of the businesses and all of the, the private sector control it for them. Because, you know, like they've already said with, they can't control us. They can't violate our First Amendment, right, when it comes to freedom of speech. But private businesses can violate it any way they want because we've always seen. They're a private business, private company. They can do whatever they want. You can just go somewhere else. So same way with this. They'll say, well, us as a government, we can't violate you know, your rights in these ways, but these private businesses can require this or this or this. And then if you don't like it, you can just build your own store, go to another store that doesn't require it. Um, find one.
4: From One is that there will be no centralized universal federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential.
0: Because they can't. Second,
4: we want to encourage an open marketplace with a variety of private sector companies and nonprofit coalitions developing solutions. and
0: So that they'll control it.
4: Third, we want to drive the market toward meeting public interest goals. So we'll leverage our resources uh, to ensure that all vaccination credential systems meet key standards, whether that's universal accessibility, affordability, availability, both digitally and on paper. Uh, but those are our standards. It's currently going through an interagency process. We'll make some records.
0: So they're going to put money into making it happen, make sure that it's accessible and that the, whether it's a paper system or a digital system, the databases that are, they'll, they'll federally will be able to help finance it. Um, or any of these companies that want to build one, but uh
4: recommendations, and then uh, we believe it will be driven by the private sector. And when do you anticipate those guidelines will come out? I don't have a timeline to provide uh, you at this point, but it's obviously something we're working through, uh, and we want to provide that clarity to the public.
0: Jen Pesaki What'd you call me? <laughs> it's p We've heard a lot
3: recently about... Oh, Bill
1: Maher.
0: Oh, yeah. It's his... The, uh, I don't know what that is.
1: You know, I used to like Bill Maher.
0: Mm, I don't know if I ever... I liked... Uh, uh, every now and then he would say something I was like, kind of makes a little bit of sense. Did you hear his new thing on China? That was...
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Well, see, I have a HBO Max, and I, I watch his show. I got to admit, any more he gets on my nerves, but I, I did used to like Bill Maher, and I do enjoy his movie, Religious. He's something else.
0: Yeah. He... Uh,
3: When Lawrence tells his Bedouin allies that as long as they stay a bunch of squabbling tribes, they will remain a silly people. Well, we're the silly people now. You know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a Chinese man in a Dr. Seuss book? China. All 1.4 billion of them could give a crouching tiger flying fuck. Because they're not a silly people. If anything, they are as serious as a prison fight. Look, we all know China does bad stuff. They break promises about Hong Kong autonomy. They put Uyghurs in camps and punish dissent. And we don't want to be that. But it's got to be something between authoritarian government that tells everyone what to do and a representative government that can't do anything at all. in two generations china has built 500 entire cities from scratch moved the majority of their huge population from poverty to the middle class and mostly cornered the market in 5g and pharmaceuticals oh and they bought africa (laughs) their new silk road initiative is the biggest infrastructure project in history indebting not just that continent but large parts of Asia, Europe, and the Middle East to the people who built their roads, bridges, and ports. If you want to go anywhere in the world these days, you better have a yen for travel. <laughs> yen for travel. Oh, stop it. In China alone, they have 40,000 kilometers of high-speed rail. America has none. Our fastest train is the train that goes around the zoo. California wanted to build high-speed rail connecting the entire state, but alas, could not. We're six billion in the hole just trying to finish the track connecting the vital hubs of Bakersfield and Merced. (laughs) One small step for nobody, one giant leap if you're a raisin. On a national level, we've been having Infrastructure Week every week since 2009. But we never do anything. Half the country is having a never-ending woke competition deciding whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick. (laughs) And the other half believes we have to stop the lizard people because they're eating babies. We are a silly people. Even when we all agree on something, like getting rid of the penny. No. The inertia, the ass-covering, the graft, the lawyers, the cowardice. Nothing ever moves in this impacted colon of a country. We see a problem and we ignore it. Lie about it, fight about it, endlessly litigate it, sunset closet, kick it down the road, and then write a bill where a half ass solution doesn't kick in for ten years. China, see- China sees a problem and they fix it. They build a dam. We debate what to rename it. That's why their airports look like this, and ours look like this. In San Francisco, it took 10 years just to get two bus lines through environmental review. The Big Dig, a tunnel in Boston, took 16 years. And don't get me started on my solar hookup. China once put up a 57-story skyscraper in 19 days. They demolished and rebuilt the Sanyuan Bridge in Beijing in 43 hours. We binge watch. They binge build. When COVID hit Wuhan, the city built a quarantine center with 4,000 rooms in 10 days, and they barely had to use it because they quickly arrested the spread of the disease. They were...
0: By killing their people.
3: <laughs> ...back to throwing raves in swimming pools... Well, we were stuck at home surfing the dark web for black market Charmin.
0: <laughs> but that's the answer to all of it. <clears throat> when you have a government that controls it like that with no freedom for the people. Yeah. It's like we could eliminate COVID tomorrow. As soon as you lock everybody in their homes and weld the door shut and don't let anyone out, it'll go away. It'll kill off a lot of people, but it'll go away. Um, Well, that
1: was actually one of the things that uh, I'm sure you probably remember seeing was some Chinese families that were able to speak to government stuff because they were on lockdown and some of their like older family members weren't able to get out. And one of them, uh, the video the lady posted like her husband or something laid there dead in bed for like four days and they wouldn't come get the body or anything. Mm. Yes, I mean,
0: you, you you have a, I mean... You want to get rid of shooting deaths? Take everyone's gun. Only the government has them. They control the people. You you know, you don't want people speeding. You make, you know, no vehicle goes above 25 miles an hour. Well, that's um, why they're
1: trying to make them uh, computer self-driving, because then right. you don't have the choice.
0: Right. Well, then it can speed, because it's going to be able to drive just fine. If you watch the... Uh, Tesla's full self-driving.
1: I haven't seen that. I saw the uh, the taxi, the taxi video was going around where a guy gets into the van and you choose your destination and yeah. everything from the back seat.
0: Yeah, those are uh, are they Wa- Not Huawei. What are they? The I can't think of the company that makes those. It had an odd they're name. They're pretty. They're they're pretty limited. Um, they're like a certain route that it. It's kind of like it runs, it's not on a tram, but I mean, it, it knows it does this route. This, which right now, which, which Tesla's had uh, autopilot since 2016, I think. So they've had it about five years. I don't remember how many billions of miles that they've logged um, people because autopilot is when you drive it, it's basically like a cruise control. You just act, you know. Start it, and you take your foot off the break of the gas and the steering wheel, and it just stays in the lane yeah. and just drives. Mm-hmm. And they, like I said, they've had that I think since 2016, and it gets better and better and better. But they keep adding little pe- little features to it, and uh, but it's still just like autopilot. It knows to keep certain distance between the cars in front of you. It's mainly used for the interstate. Yeah. If you're on a long trip and you just kind of, but it's still you have to touch the steering wheel. Every like, I don't know if it's thirty seconds, minute. Every now and then, it to let you know. To let you know, yeah. Um, And uh, but then, full self driving is in beta right now. And he first, they were rolling it out to beta testers um but then he he tweeted out a couple of weeks ago that he was going to open it up to anybody who was interested if you had if you because that's all of it is to over the air downloads yeah so if you already own let's say you already own a new model s um they can just just download just it. download it um and activate it because the hardware is already built into all of them it's just the software and then but they're constantly updating the software. You constantly get updates in the software. It's um, kind of like
1: that video from a year or so back of a person doing the whole Tesla thing, and they're literally asleep, Yeah, and somebody's filming them from...
0: Which the full self-driving now is you put in a destination, and it just takes you. You don't... Uh...
1: Just hope it has the street
0: right. Well, it doesn't use the GPS to stay in the roads. Um, Well, no,
1: that's like the... uh, But
0: to know where to go. um, Because
1: I know there's like certain roads right here. 38, for instance, GPS uh, still tries to take you down the old road instead of through where they cut the mountain out.
0: Right. But that's what I'm saying. If, let's say, on the the map, the old road goes here, but the new road is here, it's just going to drive on the new road because it sees. I mean, all it does is what it what it visually does, just as like you would be driving. And then it would just constantly reroute to get back to that place. Kind of like, well, you know, if you drive with a a GPS on now and you miss a turn.
1: reroute.
0: yeah. Yeah, it'll just reroute you and tell you the next one to make to get back in. And it it basically will do the same thing. See, down where I used to
1: live, we used to have a lot of those people, uh, the four-wheeler and ATV people. They would always turn onto our little turn where I live down there, thinking that it was still the main road because that was their GPS was telling them to turn. Right, and then once they would get around and realize that the road was cut off and there's no outlet, they'd turn around and yeah. go back out.
0: Well, like when you go to uh, uh, Harrogate, and then right past Harrogate, when you make you make the turn, like you're going go to uh, like you're gonna go to Morristown, like you're going to go to Morristown, Tennessee. Yeah that left there because that's a new highway that part they built so it kind of curves out and the old road it, on the gps you can see the old road is like now is nothing but field just grass you can still see where it would be so when you're driving on the new road it looks like in you when you look on the map you just see yourself driving through like the grass
1: i know where you're talking about that's uh, the turn is on the right side of the road the turn is this way going yeah it goes left, to the left and it's like the city halls up on the hill here yeah yeah i know yeah because yeah. the gps kind of screws up for a second and then once you're down on the actual highway it goes back to normal
0: now he's got this video playing in uh, like fast mode because it would be boring to watch him just <laughs> driving through traffic but so some of the curves to me go, go like, ooh, that'd be a little scary taking some of those. But you're not really going. I mean, you're going the speed limit. You're not going. Yeah. But the impressive parts to me is when it gets to red lights or stop signs and or has to make turns and wait on traffic and red lights, and then it gets on the interstate.
1: So I'd be more impressed on, uh, like, how would it know when to stop? Like, I say, if it's in front in the red light. I guess there's sensors or cameras that know. Yeah.
0: It goes through the parking lot. When you get to like a store, you can do use the summons. Like you can drop it off, and it will drive and find a parking spot and park. And then when you come back out, you can hit summons, and it'll pull out and pull up, and pick uh, you up.
1: Kind of like in the second Johnny English movie. this Johnny would, English like Reborn. Uh, uh, Rowan At, <laughs> what's his name? Rowan Atkinson, I think. Yeah, it does Mr. Bean? Know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I do. The second one is car. Would, you can he'll talk to it and it can drive and.
0: Anytime I see an auto, you know, self-driving car like that, I always think a kit from Knight Rider. Yeah, but it's because I'm old. No, I grew up watching Knight Rider. I enjoyed Knight Rider. I mean, they just did it as a demo, and it brings him right back to where he started. Who was in the car? Uh, I don't know. It's just some uh, random employee. Yeah. But there is, I mean, there's, since they launched it to where you could be a part of the beta, um, like I said, it's been two or three weeks. Tons of people are posting videos now. Um, and I that's what I posted a thing the other day. That's what we were talking about. Uh, there's... I can't remember what the total was. It was...
1: Uh, oh, like as far as accidents and stuff go?
0: Yeah. The normal... I gave the example looking up at, um, that's what I said. It'll never be perfect, but it'll continue. Because they were like, everybody always says, well, what happened? My phone crashes or my computer crashes. I don't want that to happen while I'm driving. Well, how many times does a tire blow out or a wheel fall off? Or, I mean, things happen. Accidents. Accidents happen when you got a drunk person behind the wheel or somebody on their phone behind the wheel. I trust that a whole lot more than I trust just a person some crazy person
1: well i mean medical
0: yeah I anything know. i mean accidents happen and it's never going to be perfect but that's i said it's going to continue to always improve
1: got to admit though that would be a little bit scary if you're sitting there and it's self driving you're on the interstate mm-hmm. going like 75 or something and then all of a sudden the screen goes black and then like the tesla logo pops up and your car's
0: still driving but, but hopefully <laughs> at that point it it's if if it's happening because it'll be years and years and years before it's a full autonomous car that nobody that you don't even have a steering wheel for that it's just a two yeah you know that's way way down the road by then the accident things of like that happening will be so far few and far between that but at first things like that are going to happen and then it's like anything else put your hands on the wheel and you drive. So See, you that, still have to be behind the wheel yeah. and you still have to be there. See, that's
1: what I was hoping for. It, it, as, as long as they give it that option that if something happens to the computer, maybe it'll sound an alarm and give, go straight to full manual. Right. But warn you. Right. Well, like well that's what it does now yeah. if you
0: don't touch the steering wheel. It'll start beeping and letting you know. And then if you then still refuse, it'll just start slowing down and pull off side of the road and stop Um or disengage if you know but there's times that the emergency braking and things i mean you can find thousands of videos of that too so people driving along not really paying attention and like a kid runs out or something and then the car just slams on the brakes but most of the like general motors cadillac a lot of those are doing a lot of that type thing but nobody is as close as uh as they are with autonomous but that's what I said. It's already has improved driving to one accident for every 3.45 million miles driven. And that was just with autopilot. That's not even full self-driving. That was just autopilot. Yeah. Has cut driving or accidents down. And I said in comparison, the NHTSA's most recent data shows that in the U.S. normally automobile crashes with humans behind the wheel is one every 484,000 miles. So that's a seven times improvement just with autopilot is that much safer. So when full auto, full autonomous is out of beta, yeah. that it is acceptable enough insurance agents, insurance business, car insurance business, it's going to destroy them. i mean, there would be no need for them.
1: Amazing future.
0: And if you listen to, like, uh, what's her name? Kathy Wood. She's over ARK. When, you know, um, they do, she does a lot of the ETF funds, stuff like that. And she's a huge um, Tesla push supporter. And she, uh, they seem to think, and that's about the timeline Elon is putting, is by 2030 that full self-driving will be so autonomous that let's say you own one while you're not using the car, while you're not transporting in it, it can be out working for you. It's out running. Cause it's just like Uber doing taxi work. So if you think that just like you would order an Uber, your car would pull up. It's just, there's nobody in it. Um, It'd go.
1: What about gas and stuff like well, it's that? It's all
0: electric. Well, there is no gas, and then it would pull up and recharge anytime it, because uh, they've already got the auto things that'll automatically connect it.
1: Well, by that point too, they may not even need that. It'll be like induction charging, like phones are now.
0: Yeah, that's. What, I mean, there. Elon seems to cl- claim. Because like a lot of people talked about using surface like solar on the body and stuff, yeah. To that, he didn't think that it would ever get to that point because there's not enough surface area for the what it would to need charge the to charge. Car, yeah. yeah. Um, but
1: you would think maybe um, something they can put in the roads, right? Yeah. You know, for induction. So there, I
0: mean, uh, but that's talking about. That's long hundreds ago. of years down the road when, uh, we're, uh, cause yeah, everything, the well, hardest like the part, th-
1: people say zero point,
0: right? I mean, that's the hardest thing now Would is because our roads are, we have a hard time fixing potholes and painting stripes, let alone keeping up with an electrical system <laughs> that's running in every road.
1: It makes you wonder if they could do it with the, uh, excess power that comes off of power lines.
0: That can be
1: detected with, like, a meter, the, you know?
0: Yeah, the the contactless like this, to me, 10 years ago, to me, was amazing, you know? So, 20 years ago, it was magic. It's never even possible. In my, but then, again, 20 years ago, this wasn't even possible. This was magic 20 years right.
1: ago. I mean, this... So. And this, this was straight out of... What? Um, This was Star Trek.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? Hey, we've rambled on. I'd say that's probably good. Like we say every week, uh, you can follow us uh, on Facebook at Socially Sensitive. Um, go to our website at sociallysensitive.com. You can buy merch. We've got t-shirts, masks, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, Protect you, yourself from uh, the Rona. The Rona. Um, or Joe Biden, either one. But uh, wherever you get your podcast from... Uh, Give us a, a follow, like, and review. Um, whether it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, any of those, Anchor, um, anywhere you listen to podcast, uh, just uh, give us a listen and tell somebody. Oh, right. see you later. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time.
1: I to me. Cause I done seen
3: a lot of shit that I could never talk about. I don't
2: wanna hurt your feelings you be- This country is doomed